What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, October 25th, <clears throat> we're going to be going over the week eight start sit charts. You guys can access all these uh, at thefantasyfellowship.com. There's a link in the description if you guys want to follow along as well. Um, <clears throat> no teams on by. We have a full week here, so we're going to have fun getting to all 16 games. And I did leave a note in the comments. If you guys want to get your questions in, uh, go ahead and do so. I'm going to try and save the questions for the end of the show. And I'm going to cover all the games uh, as, as quickly as we can, and then we'll uh, we'll get into the questions. Uh, but let's hop right into it. We got a game tomorrow night. We got the Buffalo Bills hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Good evening to Harris. Hope you're doing well, by the way. Um, interesting game. The, we got the Buffalo Bills off a pretty bad loss. They're at home. They're eight and a half point favorites, 42 over under uh, total in this one. You're starting Josh Allen still. I think James Cook kind of took control of the backfield last weekend, even though it looked to me the week before. It looked like Latavius Murray was going to force a little bit of work his way, but it went back to James Cook. You're starting Stephon Diggs. And then the big one here is Dalton Kincaid. He was the big waiver wire target for a lot of people this weekend. I mean, I think he's a top 10 tight end for as long as Dawson Knox is out. And hey, who knows? Like if he if he has a big game and they can't put him back, uh, you know, on the shelf, maybe we look at Dalton Kincaid a little bit differently down the stretch. So I like Kincaid as a starter in this one. And then Gabe Davis He's been struggling. He's a, you know, we know what he is. He's a big play guy. So if you need someone to make a big play and you can, you know, afford a four or five point game, go ahead and do so. Start the Bills defense, Latavius Murray, Dawson Knox. And then I want to note Khalil Shakir is the guy that I'm keeping my eye on as the third target uh, in this offense. <clears throat> on the Buccaneers side, I think Baker Mayfield is just a super flex QB too. You got Mike Evans, of course, for starting him. Uh, I did see Chris Godwin pop up on the practice report, but he practiced in full today. So I'm expecting him to play. He's more of a wide receiver, three flex. And then I have Rashad White down here as a flex. He's more usable as an RB2 in PPR leagues. I think in half PPR or standard league, I'm not so excited. He did have a nice workload last weekend, though, with the receiving volume that he got. But he's really not hes really not a good runner. He's more of a pass catching down back. Uh, say no to the Bucks defense on this one. And then, uh, I'm again, I want to I keep an eye on who they're using as the, the backup running backs here. Because they used Keyshawn Vaughn a little bit last weekend. Sean Tucker kind of fell away. But they're getting Chase Edmonds back off of IR. So I want to see if he eats into Rashad White's workload just a little bit. Uh, but that's it. I'm expecting the Buffalo Bills to kind of, you know, get their mojo back in this one. But we'll see if Tampa Bay can hang. Um, good evening to Brian. I see you in there with a few questions. I'm going to get to the questions in a second. Uh, we're going to go over the early games on Sunday. We got the Rams at the Cowboys. I'm actually kind of excited for this one. The Cowboys minus six. Fresh off the bye here, 45 over under. I think we should be slightly optimistic about the Cowboys offense in this one. They looked good the last time we saw them. Had a bye week, and maybe they can build some momentum here. I think Dak Prescott, I have him ranked as a QB2 in Superflex League, but I think he can be a QB1, um, a top 10, top 12 QB this weekend if you need somebody. You're starting Tony Pollard and you're starting CeeDee Lamb. And I think the questions come with Jake Ferguson, who, you know, the Rams are a pretty good matchup for tight end. So I like Ferguson if you need to stream him. Uh, Gallup and Cooks, not excited about these guys, but Gallup has been looking good. He's been getting targets. If you need someone, I think I'd probably play Gallup over Cooks. Uh, but both guys should be owned in 12-man leagues. Start that Cowboys defense. And then I do want to note, it's we're at the end of October here. It's kind of handcuff season. So I think Rico Dowdle should be picked up, especially if you're a Tony Pollard owner. Uh, and then Luke Shoemaker down here as the backup tight end. Uh, on the Rams side, I think Stafford's been pretty steady as a QB2 in Superflex leagues. I'm not going to mess with him in a QB1 league. 
Daryl Henderson, I think, can be your low-end RB2 play. He got 18 touches last weekend and one more with the with the target and the reception. So maybe, again, 15 to 20 touches in this one, even though it's a tough matchup. He did get the goal line carry, too. So I like Henderson. You're starting Cup. You're starting Nakua. Uh, and then if you need someone in deeper leagues, I do think Royce Freeman can help you out in, in, in you know, deeper leagues. Uh, otherwise, maybe the defense, maybe Tyler Higby. I don't know. But Atwell and Evans, we're just not really trusting these guys. But a uh, fun game here. I do think this game's going to be pretty competitive, and we'll see if the Cowboys can get uh, – you know, get the momentum rolling here off the bye. Uh, Brian is asking Derek Carr or Trevor Lawrence this weekend. Um, I don't love Derek Carr. I know he has uh, so, somewhat of a decent matchup. Let's actually go look at the fantasy points allowed here. Um, Derek Carr, uh, he's getting the Colts. That is a, a secondary we want to take advantage of. So I think he's a safe play. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Trevor Lawrence, even though he is playing the Steelers. It's in Pittsburgh. But you can take advantage of the Steelers secondary. So I'm going to stick with Trevor Lawrence. It's it's the better offense right now. Things didn't look so good for the Saints offense last time we saw them. Uh, Harris is asking, Geno Smith or Kirk Cousins? Um, Packers defense is actually sneaky pretty good against the um the quarterback here they're allowing uh 14.54 points per game that's seventh best in the league geno smith though going up against cleveland i i probably don't want to mess with that i'm gonna lean Kirk cousins here uh, i'll answer brian's two questions and then we'll get back on track uh higgins or downs ppr i'm i'm kind of excited about the Bengals coming off their bye you not only have joe burrow rested with his calf injury but you have t higgins healed up for two more weeks that does mean pretty good things could be coming um the matchup against san francisco we just saw we just saw kirk cousins light this team up um and, and that could be a nice opportunity for higgins but with downs he gets the saints the saints do allow a lot of slot receiver points so uh, i think downs is a fun play but I, i'm gonna lean slightly higgins but honestly you probably can't go wrong uh, and then miami or seattle defense um i'm gonna lean miami I'm going to lean Miami just because Cleveland Cleveland's shown that they can be scrappy and they can fight and they can run the ball. I know they're down Jerome Ford. They're down Deshaun Watson. Uh, the game's in Seattle, though, so I'm going to lean with the home team Miami uh, hosting the Patriots in a game where I think they can take advantage of them. Uh, but let's get into the Eagles at the Commanders. We saw these teams play each other earlier. This game went to overtime. It was actually a really good game. The Eagles favored by 6.5, 43.5 total implied in this one. Uh, you're starting Hertz, you're starting Swift, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, and Dallas Goddard. This is a pretty simple uh, chart for us here. I know Devonta Smith's been disappointing, but I I think big days are coming. He's an interesting buy low candidate if you want to take a dart at him. Uh, and then I'm open to starting this Eagles defense just because the commanders, they just give up so many sacks and so many opportunities for turnovers, fumbles, things like that can come from Sam Howell. So start the Eagles defense. We'll leave Kenneth Gainwell and Julio Jones uh, on the bench. On the commander side, Again, the Commanders played pretty well against the Eagles in Philadelphia. Uh, the offense is struggling right now. They can't keep Sam Howell upright. But I do think Howell can be your quarterback, too, for super flex leagues. I do want to start Terry McLaurin still. He does play well against Philly. I think Logan Thomas can be a streaming tight end for you if you need one. Uh, but we're not so excited about Brian Robinson. He's been pretty disappointing, and he's been losing work to Chris Rodriguez, the, the rookie that they drafted this year. So I'm not saying brian robinson's a must start this week you know he's not a locked in rb2 for me he needs to find the end zone to make our day so he's a bit of a flex play we're watching the health of curtis samuel though he popped up on the injury report today with a i believe it was a foot injury so if he continues to miss practice we might be coming back into Jahan dotson so uh, if you want to scoop somebody up i think Jahan dotson might be a guy off the waiver wire that could be worth stashing say no to the commander's defense gibson yeah i think gibson's droppable 
in most pretty much any format. I mean, he's only getting, you know, three carries per game and he's only getting maybe two or three targets per game at best. So he doesn't offer a tremendous amount of upside. And if Brian Robinson were to get hurt, I think Chris Rodriguez steps into the carries role. So slightly concerned for Gibson. I don't, I might be cutting Gibson in a 12 team PPR league that I'm in. Uh, And then I do want to pick up Chris Rodriguez in dynasty leagues and in deeper leagues as well. Uh, We'll go over the Vikings and the Packers here in a second. Let me get caught up on some questions here, guys. Um, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. I'm going to lean with Joe Burrow here off the bye. You get T Higgins healthy. You have Joe Burrow healthy offensive lines rested. I know they're traveling to San Francisco, um, but we just, again, we just saw what Kirk Cousins did to this San Francisco defense. So if they can keep Joe Burrow upright and healthy, it could be a nice day for Joe Burrow. So I, I like Joe Burrow in this one. I think he's going to be back into like, maybe he's not a top five QB the rest of the season, but I think he's a top 10 QB rest of the season. Uh, good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well. Devonta, Pittman, Higgins, Deontay Olave, PPR pick two. Okay. Um, I'm going to cross out Higgins. Man, this is a tough choice. I I do like Pittman. I think he kind of complained about the lack of targets last weekend, so he might be a squeaky wheel situation. Uh, the matchup for him is, let me see where that is. Gets the Saints. It's not a bad matchup. We did see Christian Kirk play well against Mann last weekend, but I'm open to Pittman. Uh, Devonta Smith, I think I do want to play Devonta Smith in this one against the Commander's defense. Commander's defense is so bad against wide receivers. They are ranking 24th here. They've allowed nine touchdowns, a lot of yards. They've allowed the second most yards to the wide receiver position here. So this is a big play defense. I think you want to play Devonta Smith. And then I'm going to lean with Deontay in full PPR. I know it's the Jaguars defense. They're not so great against wide receivers themselves. So I'm thinking it's Devonta Smith and Deontay Johnson uh, in full PPR there, Ryan. Uh, but let's hop into the Vikings and Packers. Uh, this one was interesting because um, on Monday and Tuesday, it was Packers uh, minus one. Then it flipped to Minnesota minus one, which I think was the correct decision to flip it. But uh, with the Vikings traveling to Green Bay, I think you're playing Kirk Cousins as a top 10, top 12 QB. You can play Alexander Madison just because Packers defense, they do allow running back points here. So I don't hate Madison as a low end RB2 play. You're locked in with Jordan Addison. You're locked in with TJ Hawkinson. But I do want to note that he popped up on the injury report today uh, with a foot injury. He did get dinged up a couple times in that Monday night football game. So keep an eye on Hawkinson. I think he's going to play though. Uh, And then KJ Osborne is fine as like a low end wide receiver three flex play. Maybe the Vikings defense, just because we've seen some turnovers from Jordan Love and the Packers offense really hasn't been lighting up the scoreboard. So I'm open to the Vikings defense. They did stifle the, the 49ers. And then Powell will leave on the bench. And then I do think Cam Akers probably needs to be stashed in deeper leagues. It looked like he was the better back the other night on the Packers side. A lot of question marks. Aaron Jones didn't practice today because of like soreness. Luke Musgrave didn't practice with an ankle. And then Christian Watson, who did get hurt at the end of the game last weekend, he practiced today, which is a good sign, but he's got a little bit of a knee thing. So we're watching for the health of these three guys here. Um, I think they're all going to play. That To me, Jordan Love's just a QB2 for Superflex this week, though. Uh, I'm going to play Aaron Jones as a running back, too, if he plays. Luke Musgrave can be a streaming tight end. Uh, and then Watson... Just with his health and concern, I think Romeo Dobbs might be the play uh, this weekend. And if no Christian Watson, I'm open to Jaden Reed. Maybe the Packers defense, but probably not. They do they do pretty well against the opponent quarterback. So we'll see about that. Dylan and Wicks will leave on the bench. Uh, moving into the Jags and the Steelers, you have the Jags favored to win by two and a half on the road here. 42 implied in this one. Uh, I think you can start Trevor Lawrence as your top 10 QB. Travis Etienne's locked in. 
Christian Kirk's the better wide receiver right now, especially against man defenses. He gets open. And Calvin Ridley, I have him as a wide receiver three. He's more of a wide receiver three flex. I get it if you're frustrated with him. Uh, and then I do think Evan Ingram is still startable as a, uh, a tight end one. I'm open to starting the Jags defense too. This game could be low scoring. And then Zay Jones, I don't know if he's going to play, but I'm open to stashing him in deeper leagues. And then we'll leave Tank Bigsby on the bench as well. Uh, as far as the Steelers side, we're using Kenny Pickett in super flex leagues. That's about it. Uh, I do think Najee Harris played well last weekend enough, so he can be your, your RB2, a low-end RB2 play. Um, the touchdowns aren't going to be there every weekend for him, but he, he seems to be playing better. I'm playing Deontay Johnson, and then I think George Pickens too. With Pat Frymuth out, man, these, these targets are really going to these two receivers. So I like Johnson and I like Pickens. And then Warren, just you know, your standard RB2, uh, low-end RB2 play in PPR leagues. And that Steelers defense is startable too. We'll move on to the Falcons at the Titans, but let's get caught up on a couple questions here. Anthony, thanks for hanging out, my man. Uh, we traded away Diggs, Kenneth Walker, and Swift, and we got Mahomes, Cup, and JT. Whoo! This is a big boy trade. We need wins now, and I needed a QB. I have other backs I can put in if need be. Fantastic. I think this is a great one for you. Uh, obviously, you got the best quarterback probably in football, fantasy football right now. Uh, I think the difference between Cup and Diggs is they're, they're kind of equals at this point. They're both you know top five threats every week. Uh, and then honestly, I think Jonathan Taylor's back, man. Uh, I think JT over Walker makes sense. And then obviously, it hurts losing uh, DeAndre Swift. But I, I think you did a pretty good job here getting – uh, a really nice package back for these guys here. Mahomes Cup and JT, man. Nice job. That's a pretty nice package there, Anthony. Good evening to Ron. Hope you're doing well, man. Let's get a W this week. Would you start Rashi, Downs, or Myers in the flex this week? Full PPR. Um, Rashi Rice has been looking kind of nice lately. He did. I think he scored a touchdown against the Broncos, so I, I'm open to him playing well again. I think Downs is, is a safe, high-floor PPR play. Uh, but for some reason, I really like Jacoby Myers, but I just don't know if it's going to be Aiden Connell, Aiden O'Connell, or Jimmy Garoppolo. I think if it's Jimmy Garoppolo, you can play Jacoby Myers. So I'll say that. I'm going to lean Jacoby Myers, but let's wait for Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, information. Otherwise, I think the hot hand here is Josh Downs. Harris says, pick one flex and two wide receivers, non-PPR. DJ Moore, Garrett Wilson... Jalen Warren, Drake London, Marquise Brown, Zay Flowers, Adam Thielen, or Deontay Johnson. Oh, this is a lot. Non-PPR, so we're asking about touchdowns here. I'm probably going to – I'm not super excited about DJ Moore. I think Garrett Wilson's interesting. Going up against the Giants, I don't hate that matchup for him. I'm going to rule out Jalen Warren here. I'm going to rule out Drake London. I'm going to rule out Marquise Brown. Maybe Zay Flowers, but I think Adam Thielen's the guy that I'm going to play for sure among this group. I like him the most as the one wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to say, hmm, I'll, I'll go DJ Moore as the wide receiver too. And then in the flex, I'm going to put Deontay Johnson. So Thielen, Deontay, and I think DJ Moore there. Uh, but let's get into this Falcons and Titans game. We have Arthur Smith returning to his Titans team. Falcons minus three, 36 and a half implied in this one. I think Ritter's an only for super flex option. We're going to play Bijan Robinson. I know we got all screwed last weekend with the uh, the injury report thing that they did report, but we're going to play Bijan if he plays. I know it's a tough matchup on paper, but I'm still playing Bijan. Uh, I think London's fine as a wide receiver three flex. He's more of a PPR play. 
not so much like the standard league that Harris presented for us. Play Kyle Pitts. He's been playing well. I know he didn't have a great game last weekend, but none of the Falcons really did. And then Jonu Smith's like an emergency tight end one if you need it. I think the Falcons defense is startable just because we're going to get Will Levis and Malik Willis. So Falcons defense looks pretty good. I'm going to leave Algier, Van Jefferson, and Cordell Patterson on the bench. On the Titan side, it's Henry, it's Hopkins. That's about it. And Hopkins isn't even a must start. I, I'm pretty concerned about the quarterbacks in this one. Uh, Chico Conquo is maybe a low end tight end one option if you need it. But otherwise, I'm, I'm kind of staying away from this, this Titan side here. I think the defense is startable, but you know, with the questions at quarterback, we really can't start Spears or Burks. And uh, it's good to see Burks is back. He's going to play. I did see he practiced fully today, so he's going to play. But man, oh man, we can't really uh, can't really trust anything on the Titan side besides Derrick Henry. I think. Let's go over this Jets and Giants game, and then I'll answer a couple more questions. Uh, the Jets minus three, 36 and a half implied in this one. I think Zach Wilson's been looking pretty decent. I mean, he's a super flex option. You're starting Brees Hall as your running back one. It looks like Brees season is finally here. You know, fresh off the bye, I'm excited for him to get his 15 to 20 touches. Garrett Wilson's a low-end wide receiver, three flex play. And then Conklin, if you need a tight end, he's fine. Start that Jets defense. I don't think we're going to see Daniel Jones. We'll see. He did practice today, but we'll see. Um, and then, yeah, we're not trusting Lazard, Cook, Carter, or Randall Cobb. On the Giants side, it does revolve around the health of Daniel Jones, but otherwise, Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller need to be in your lineups. If Daniel Jones is in, he's a super flex option, and if it's Tyrod Taylor, he's a super flex option as well. Uh, I do think the Giants' defense is startable. This is one of the lower-scoring implied games of the weekend, and their defense has been looking better. And then the receivers, I just, we can't trust these receivers. I don't mind stashing Jalen Hyatt or Wandell Robinson if you need a wide receiver, though. Uh, we'll cover the Saints Colts here shortly. I'm going to get caught up on some questions here. Uh, Ron says, would you trade QJ for an early and mid-second in Dynasty or just hold? Yeah, I think, I don't really want to sell low on him. I know you probably invested a mid-first round pick on him. Uh, I still like his talent. They just need to get him settled in. So I'm going to hold on to QJ. If you want to wait for him to score a touchdown or something, and then maybe re, you know, try and cash in a first round pick. I think that would be doable, but I really don't, I don't, I don't want to sell low on Quentin Johnston just yet. Uh, Kincaid or Laporta this weekend. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the matchup for Laporta is pretty good against the Raiders. It's pretty damn good. Uh, Tampa Bay is, you know, Slightly tougher against tight ends, um, so I'm not uh, – that's running backs. My bad. Let me go down here. Whoops. Uh, Tampa Bay against tight ends, they rank 13th here. They haven't allowed a touchdown to tight ends, uh, whereas the Raiders are – where are the Raiders? Why can't I find the Raiders? Raiders are middle of the road. They've allowed two touchdowns. I I'm going to stick with Laporta. Uh, I trust him to get the targets, and we're still kind of – we're kind of hoping and praying that Kincaid has a big game. Uh, whereas Laporta has shown us that he gets big games. So I'm going to go Sam Laporta. Harris says, what do you think I can get in a trade at running back with CJ Stroud and Drake London? Uh, it really depends on if that team, you know, needs a starting quarterback. Um, I, I think CJ Stroud probably is, he's like the fringe QB one where he's like, you know, between QB 10 and 15 range. Uh, and I do think London's kind of a wide receiver three. So uh, if, if you're trying to upgrade to a running back here, you're probably looking at guys ranked like, you know, definitely higher than 20. Let me actually pull up a list here of some running backs that we could be looking at buying, but you're probably looking for like a strong running back too, Harris. All right. So who might that be? I mean, you can try for a guy like DeAndre Swift. You can try for an Isaiah Pacheco. You can try for, 
I don't think you're going to get a Josh Jacobs or Tony Pollard, but you might be able to get a James Cook. You can try checking in on the David Montgomery owner. You're probably not going to get Kamara. You might be able to get Henry. You're probably not going to get Brees Hall, though. Um, so I think uh, some of those names make sense to me. You know, whether it's Pacheco, Cook, Montgomery, maybe Henry. Guys further down the list, you can try and buy James Conner if you want to wait for a running back. Names like that, I think, would be the ones that I'm targeting here. Uh, I'll answer Akash's question, then we'll get back to the charts here. Uh, good evening to Akash. Hope you're doing well. Derek Henry or Nico Collins, who would you guys take at flex? Uh, I'm curious what uh, other people think in the chat room. I'm, I'm probably going to go with Nico Collins. Um, I just I don't have a lot of confidence in that Titans offense, and I believe Nico has a pretty decent matchup against the Carolina Panthers this weekend. They've allowed six touchdowns to wide receiver. They're coming off a bye. I think Nico uh, is is a pretty pretty strong play this weekend, so I'm going to go with Nico. Uh, Saints and the Colts. Uh, this one's in Indianapolis. Colts picked to win by one and a half. You have 43 and a half total implied in this one. I, I think Gardner Minshew is a quarterback, too, for super flex leagues. I'm not really trying to start him in a one QB league. You're starting Jonathan Taylor. And the thing that I'm excited about with Jonathan Taylor is we did see, we did see Zach Moss pop up on the injury report. Uh, he didn't practice today. So if no Zach Moss, it's like wheels up for Jonathan Taylor. And then you do want to play Pittman. You want to play Josh Downs. And then I think at this point, I'm probably going to leave Zach Moss on the bench if he's coming in injured. Probably not the Colts defense. Kylan Granson, no thank you. On the Saints side of things, I think Derek Carr's a QB2 for super flex leagues. You're starting Kamara. He didn't practice today with an illness, so we'll see if he can get back to practice tomorrow or Friday. And then I know Chris Olave struggled last weekend, but he's still got a lot of targets. Continue starting Chris Olave. Better days are coming. Um, with Taysom Hill at tight end, I did see Juwan Johnson's expected back this weekend, so maybe I'm going to dial that back and I'm not going to use him this weekend. Um, Michael Thomas, of course, in a PPR league is usable as a wide receiver three flex. And then in a deeper league, if you need somebody like Rashid Shahid, this Colts secondary is not very good. I can see Rashid Shahid getting deep for a touchdown or two. And then I, maybe start the Col the Saints defense. I might take that away, though. I, I don't know if they're a must-start defense this weekend. And again, we're going to monitor Jawan Johnson. Jamal Williams is back. I'm not saying he's a, a play at all, but I'm, I'm going to monitor him as a running back, too. Potential Miller and Foster Burrow will leave on the bench there. Uh, we'll get to the Patriots and Dolphins here in a second. I'm going to answer a question here. Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter? Um, hmm. Ritter's been playing pretty well. I know he has been playing like good football football, but he's been getting fantasy points. So uh, I don't hate Desmond Ritter, but I feel more comfortable with Kenny Pickett this weekend. I think at home, I'm going to lean Kenny Pickett. Madison or Aaron Jones, non-PPR. Um, I just, I'm slightly concerned about Cam Akers getting more work involved here. Vikings still haven't ran for a touchdown all season. I think I'm going to lean Aaron Jones, assuming he's all good to go. Uh, but let's get into the Patriots and the Dolphins. Dolphins picked to win by nine and a half, 47 implied. That might change a little bit because on the injury report today, Raheem Mostert and Tyree Kill both did not practice. So we're going to be watching those guys tomorrow and Friday. So we'll see. We'll see about those guys. I think it's kind of hard to project the Dolphins right now with these huge question marks, these huge question mark tags. But assuming Mostert and Tyree Kill play, you're going to play Tua Tagovailoa. Um, you're playing Jalen Waddle no matter what. And again, we have to wait for Mostert and Hill. If they play, you're playing them. If not, that might make me revise my Tua uh, start there as a QB1. I do want to start the Dolphins' defense, though. And in the uh, event that Mostert does not play, I think Jeff Wilson and Salvin Ahmed are going to split the, the duties that are at running back here. So 
we're going to have to evaluate this here. I think if, if you told me Mostert's not going to play, I think Jeff Wilson might lead the team in carries, but Ahmed's going to be there on third downs and short passing downs. If Tyreek doesn't play, Braxton Berrios might be busy with some short area targets. Uh, on the Patriots side, Mac Jones can be a super flex QB2 option. You're starting Ramondre Stevenson, who's starting to, you know, to gain some confidence for his fantasy managers. And then Kendrick Bourne looks pretty good. He's had, he's had two nice games in a row. I'm going to roll with him. If you got him as a wide receiver three and you need him in there, I think he can play. Uh, and then Elliott's more of just like a, a deep RB2 flex play at best. Say no to the Patriots defense. And then the guy that I want to stash for the future is Demario Douglas. I think he should be added in all dynasty leagues. And then in 12 team leagues, he can be added to the end of your bench in PPR. Uh, we'll cover the Texans Panthers real quick here, and then we'll get into the Sunday late games. Texans coming off a bye, favored to win by three on the road. Uh, 43 and a half implied in this one. I think you're starting CJ Stroud if you have him as a fringe QB1. I'm playing Damian Pierce, and I know there's been a lot of questions about the Pierce-Singletary split, but I still expect Pierce to be the, the primary ball carrier in this one off the bye. The offensive line is going to be healthier, and he still operates as the goal line back. So I still like Swift, or I still like Pierce. I like Nico Collins quite a bit. I like Dalton Schultz quite a bit. And then Tank Dell can be your wide receiver three flex if you need him. He's going to be back off, off the concussion. And then, you know, a deep RB2 play if you need someone could be Devin Singletary, but I still kind of want to wait and see what this backfield looks like after the bye week. Uh, start the Texans defense, maybe? Woods and Noah Brown will leave on the bench. Uh, on the Panthers side of things, I think Bryce Young's a QB2 for super flex leagues. Adam Thielen, we're starting Adam Thielen. He's locked in. He could be a wide receiver one if I wanted to move him there. Uh, and then the running backs. I don't know who's the lead back. Is it Sanders? Is it Chuba? I think they're both low-end RB2 flex plays. We might see a 50-50 split out of the bye here. I'm not quite sure. Uh, it does look like Sanders is going to play, though. He's, he's full, practicing in full. Um, say no to that Panthers defense, and then we're going to leave uh, all these other guys here on the bench. Mingo, Char, Kirst, and Terrace Marshall. All right, Sunday late games. We'll get to that in a second here. Let me get caught up on some questions. Harris says, pick two, one flex, one wide receiver. Mike Evans, Pittman, Javante, Jones, Damian Pierce, Nico Collins, Jahad Dotson, and Zay Flowers. PPR, pick two, one flex and one wide receiver. Okay, so my favorite wide receiver play... I feel like you almost have to play Mike Evans. He's just been playing so hot and getting deep plays here. The Bills defense doesn't exactly scare me either. And I, I do expect the Bills to score points, which means Baker Mayfield's going to have to throw. So I think I'm going to lean into Mike Evans as the one wide receiver. And then at flex, because this is full PPR, I think the wide receivers are all in play. Uh, I'm not excited about Aaron Jones. I'm not excited about Javante Williams. Um, so we'll cross those guys off and same with Damian Pierce. We just don't know what we're getting with these guys. So it's going to come down to Pittman, Nico, Dotson, and Flowers. Hmm. I, I think I'm going to lean. I think I'm going to lean Nico Collins here. We, I, I trust Nico Collins. I trust CJ Stroud, uh, Pittman, Flowers, Nico. They're all kind of in the same tier here, but I think I'm going to lean with Nico Collins coming off the bye. And I would agree with this, Harris. Harris says, I feel like Tyrod Taylor is better for fantasy. It seems like the Giants offense is a little bit more stable with Tyrod Taylor. But who knows? Maybe Daniel Jones was playing through some injuries. Dude was getting sacked a lot. So uh, I, I do think Tyrod Taylor brings a little bit of stability to this offense. Harris says he'd go with Derrick Henry in that question from above. Uh, and what is your confidence in Calvin Ridley? It's not that great. Um, it, it seems to be. Like he's, he's going to be hard. He's, he's very boom bust, right? He's going to need the, the deep play for him to hit. He's not the possession receiver that Christian Kirk is. 
Uh, I think in a matchup this weekend going up against uh, who are they playing? They're playing the Steelers. The Steelers allow a lot of fantasy points here to the wide receiver position. So if Ridley can't come through this weekend, I think I'm going to be a little bit more in the panic situation, but I'm going to give him one more week here. Again, the Steelers are pretty bad against wide receivers here. Uh, so I want to lean into that and I want to play Calvin Ridley if I got him. Someone dropped Miles Sanders. Should I pick him up? I'm not super excited about it. I mean, we're talking about an 0-6 team that can't really score points, can't really run the ball, and you have Chuba Hubbard to deal with. So um, I don't know if we're ever going to say, yeah, Miles Sanders is a must start in fantasy football the rest of the season. If you have someone that you can cut, I'm, I'm open to it, but I, I'm not super excited about Miles Sanders right now. Let's get into the Browns at the Seahawks here. Seahawks by three. 40 total implied in this one, a little bit of a low scoring game. The, the Browns have already ruled out Deshaun Watson. We might not see him for a little bit yet. So PJ Walker gets the start. He's a super flex option if you need one. Kareem Hunt didn't practice today with a thigh issue. He's listed as questionable, but he's expected to play. I do think he's going to be the lead back. So if, when he does play, he's going to be a running back two for us. Uh, I think Amari Cooper is just a low end wide receiver three flex play. I do like David Njoku. Njoku seems to have a good rapport with PJ Walker. And then more deeper flex plays for you are Elijah Moore at wide receiver. And then keep an eye on Pierre Strong. I think Strong's worth adding uh, for the weekend. I'm not going to say to start him. You know, if you needed to flex him in deeper leagues, I get it. But, you know, with the dinged up Kareem Hunt, we know Strong's the RB2. And they did give him a decent amount of work in the end of the game last weekend. So uh, pick up Pierre Strong if you can. I'm open to starting this Browns defense just because we know they're really good. Uh, and then that's about it on the Browns side. On the Seahawks side, Geno Smith, again, tough matchup against the Browns, but it's at home. He's just a QB2 for Superflex for me. I'm still starting Kenneth Walker despite the tough matchup. Um, DK Metcalf says he expects to play, so I'm still going to play DK Metcalf, even though it might be a tough matchup. And then Tyler Lockett, he's more of a wide receiver three flex. I'm going to move JSN down here to the bench because I'm not going to trust him in a tough matchup here uh, against the Browns here. So I still think he's a hold if you can. I honestly think he might be a sell high if, I, if, if you can do it. Uh, and then uh, Seahawks defense is startable. It's at home. Should be a low scoring game. We're going to see about Zach Charbonnet's health and we'll leave these guys on the bench. I do think Jake Bobo, though, needs to be picked up in dynasty formats. Chiefs Broncos, Chiefs by seven and a half, 46 total implied in this one. You're starting Mahomes, Pacheco. I think you're starting Rashi Rice if you can. And then Travis Kelsey, we're going to start that Chiefs defense. And then this mess of wide receivers and backup running backs, we're just going to leave all these guys on the bench. Honestly, I don't know if any of these guys are even rosterable at the moment right now, besides dynasty and deeper leagues. On the Broncos side, Russ Wilson really struggled against this Chiefs defense two weeks ago when we saw him. So he's he's maybe a super flex QB too. You can play Javante Williams, who's starting to look better as a low-end RB2 flex. Start Cortland Sutton, man. He's been hot. And then I think Jerry Judy can be your wide receiver three flex play. Say no to the Broncos defense. I'm going to leave Jaleel, Pirine, and the other uh, guys down here on the bench. Um, let me get to the Ravens Cardinals, and then I'll come back for some questions here, guys. Uh, Baltimore, minus 8.5, 43.5 implied. They're going to they're gonna beat the Cardinals, guys. you got Lamar in your lineup. I think Gus Edwards is an RB2 play this weekend in all formats. It's a good matchup here for him. Zay Flowers is a wide receiver three. You're starting Mark Andrews. And then just, again, with the matchup here, Justice Hill could find a touchdown. We might see three, four, five touchdowns out of the Ravens this weekend again. So Justice Hill is in play if you need somebody. Start that Ravens defense. And then I just I don't trust Beckham, Bateman, Aguilar. I'm still watching for Keaton Mitchell here who got hurt. On the Cardinals side of things, Dobbs is like an emergency super flex QB too. I, I think Imari Di Mercado 
it's tough to bet on him getting the same workload that he did last weekend. But if he does, he's going to be a low-end RB2 play in full PPR formats. Marquise Brown revenge game. Maybe he has a nice day. Uh, and then I think the waiver wire guy that everybody picked up was Trey McBride, who the Cardinals target the tight end a lot. So he's in play for tight end one streaming options. Say no to the Cardinals defense, and I'm going to leave all these other guys here on the bench. I do want to say, I think Kyler Murray is going to play week nine. So if you want to pick up Michael Wilson or Rondell Moore and stash them, see what happens. We, we could have some players that are useful for us uh, when Murray returns. Let's get back to a couple questions here, guys. Um, Josh Downs or Tank Dell half PPR. I'm going to go with Josh Downs. Um, he's been pretty consistent with Minshew, and, and um, I feel more comfortable with Downs in a good matchup against the Titans. Um, not against the Titans. The Colts are playing uh, the Saints. My bad. Uh, Marquise Brown or Calvin Ridley half PPR. Uh, I'm going to lean with Calvin Ridley here. Uh, again, it's, it's about as good as a matchup as you can hope for on paper here. I, I want to lean into Calvin Ridley and that Jags offense versus banking on uh, Marquise Brown, who's been struggling the last couple games. Trade Watson for Debo. I'm fine with that. I, I think Debo is going to be back after the bye week in week 10. We like the 49ers offense more than the Packers offense. So, yeah, I think I'm into that, Ryan. Damien Pierce or Jacoby Myers full PPR. Um, if you tell me it's Jimmy Garoppolo starting, I'm going to say Jacoby Myers. If not, I'm going to go with Damian Pierce. Uh, good question, Severe. Um, just joining me, what do you think of the Cardinals' backfield? Let me pull this back up here. So um, last weekend, we saw Amari DiMercato basically get every single, every single touch and every single snap. He was out there for all the situations, caught a couple passes, got the majority of the runs. So if, if, if we're to bank on that again, you know, it's a tough matchup against the Ravens, but Hey, there's going to be dump offs. There's going to be an opportunity for a goal line touchdown. Maybe I think it's Mercado for at least the next two games. I just, I don't think Keontae Ingram's any good. I think the Cardinals know that. Um, and, and that's why he didn't even get on the field last weekend. So Damien Williams, I expect to be the RB two, but I think this is the Amari Mercado backfield, uh, for at least as long as, um, as long as James Conner is out there severe Bengals at the 49ers. I have to update this because I don't think it's minus five 49ers anymore. 46 implied with Brock Purdy questionable to doubtful. He popped up on the concussion uh, protocol today. I don't think he's going to play. Even if Brock Purdy doesn't play, you're still playing McCaffrey and you're playing Ayuk and you're playing Kittle because Sam Darnold can be functional. Uh, and I, I do think Darnold can be your QB two for super flex if you need him. So I'm going to end up switching that out there for you guys. The defense is maybe startable for the 49ers, but I'm a little nervous because we just saw them get smoked by the Vikings. Um, and then um, I'm not really relying on any of these guys down here. Debo's not playing. Jawan Jennings, no thank you. I'd maybe consider Jawan if Purdy was playing, but probably not with Darnold. Uh, on the Bengals side, we're excited about the Bengals. You're playing Joe Burrow. I know it's a tough matchup, but you're playing Joe Burrow. Mixon's an RB2. You're playing Chase, and I think you want to lean into getting Higgins in the lineup. I expect him to kind of have a bounce back second half of the season. And then Tyler Boyd's just a low-end flex option for you if you need receiver help. I might change my tune here to the Bengals' defense being startable, but still probably not. They're on the road. 49ers still run the ball really well. Uh, Herb Smith, Travion Williams, and Chase Brown will leave there on the bench. We'll get into the Sunday night football game next. I'm going to answer a couple questions here, though. Uh, Harris says, pick two, Brock Purdy, CJ Stroud, Pickett, Jimmy G, and Sam Darnold. Uh, I'm playing CJ Stroud. He's the one that sticks out. I'm going to cross Brock Purdy off the list. Uh, and then we're looking at Pickett, Jimmy, and, and Sam Darnold. Um, I think if Jimmy Garoppolo is on track to play, I'm going to hold out for Jimmy Garoppolo. 
if we don't see Jimmy Garoppolo progressing through the week of practices, I'm going to lean Kenny Pickett. Uh, just because it, it's Sam Darnold's first start, I don't really know what I'm buying here. So I think it's Stroud and Garoppolo. And if it's Garoppolo's not trending towards playing, I'm going to say Kenny Pickett here. Uh, and then, yeah, Harris, this weekend, I do like Gus Edwards quite a bit. Cardinals defense is pretty bad against the running back. Let me pull that up for you. Uh, Cardinals rank 29th against the running back. They've allowed five rushing touchdowns and four receiving touchdowns. They're giving up 26.39 PPR points per game. Even if you split that down the middle between Gus and Justice Hill, you're getting 13 points from Gus Edwards this weekend. So I think he finds the end zone. I like Gus quite a bit. Uh, Marquise Brown or Brian Robinson, half PPR. I just, the vibes aren't good with the commanders and Brian Robinson right now. So I'm going to lean Marquise Brown here, Harris. Uh, I'm going to get to a couple more questions here in a second, but let's cover this bears chargers Sunday night football game chargers, eight and a half point favorites, 46 implied in this one, start your chargers. You're starting Herbert Eckler and Keenan Allen. We do need to watch for Josh Palmer though. He didn't practice today. So we have to keep that uh, on our radar tomorrow and Friday. Maybe the Chargers defense, but probably not. They just, they have not been good at all this year. And even though it's a good matchup, I don't really want to trust it just in case. Everett's questionable. Quentin Johnston's not playable yet, but he's still stashable. And then I do think Josh Kelly, especially if you're an Austin Eckler owner, Josh Kelly should be stashed uh, in case Eckler gets dinged up. But I did see Eckler practiced in full today, so I think he's going to be fine. Uh, on the Bears side, Ty Tyson Badgen can be a super flex QB2. DJ Moore is a wide receiver three. I don't really trust Cole Komet, but maybe as a tight end one. Uh, and then the big one here is Roshan Johnson. Looks like he's going to play. He practiced in full today. I think he's going to force a minimum 50-50 split with Deonta Foreman. Basically, it's going to be Johnson as the passing third down back and Foreman as the short yardage goal line back uh, with Roshan kind of mixed in in between. So I think both guys can be RB2 flex plays if you need it. Say no to the Bears defense and we'll leave these other jokesters on the bench. Uh, and then let's finish up with Monday Night Football, and then we'll just uh, open it up for questions the final 20 minutes, guys. Raiders at the Lions, kind of a stinker. Lions, eight-point eight, eight point favorites, 45 implied. Jared Goff's a QB2 for me. Uh, I might move him up to QB1, though. Uh, he should be a top 10, top 12 play. No David Montgomery in this one, so that means to me less running touchdown upside for the Lions, so I'd like Goff more. You're starting Gibbs, you're starting St. Brown, you're starting Laporta. I do think Josh Reynolds could be startable in deeper formats as a wide receiver three flex. Start the Lions defense, and then I'm going to leave Reynolds, Williams, Raymond, and then I don't think Montgomery's going to play. We'll leave those guys on the bench. On the Raiders side, again, it all hinges on Jimmy Garoppolo's health. I think he's on track to play, though, so we'll watch for that. If Garoppolo does play, yeah, you're playing Jacobs, Adams, Jacoby Myers, and maybe Michael Mayer. But uh, if Garoppolo's not playing, I think it's Jacobs and Adams only. And then maybe Myers, probably not Michael Mayer. So questions on the Raiders side, but we'll uh, we'll – need some practice reports uh, from that Monday night game when it gets to it. But here we go. We just covered all week eight games. Let's open it up for questions, guys, and have some fun. Um, trade Gibbs and Devonta for Hall. Um, I mean, Ryan, if you have depth at wide receiver and you don't need Devonta Smith, man, I, I, I'm, I think I'm there. If that's what it costs to get Brees Hall, I say let's do it, man, assuming you have good receivers. Your thoughts on Tank Dell. So uh, I do like Tank Dell quite a bit. Uh, let's actually look at the numbers here on Tank Dell this season. Um, of course, he had the concussion, sat out for two games, I believe it was. Maybe one game, I can't remember. Let me see if I can find the Tank Dell here. He's averaging 12.9 PPR points per game. He's had two big boom games here, 20 and 25. He's had 
three kind of subpar games here, but I do think his floor is somewhere in that eight point range. Uh, I view him as, you know, obviously he's got deep playability here. You can see the big yards per catch here. So I do like Tankdale quite a bit. I don't really know if I trust him right away uh, off the buy here. I do kind of want to see it before I, I play it again, but Hey man, if he's healthy and, and he's off the buy looking good, he might be a fun start here. But uh, the part that concerns me is the targets. He's only had two good games with 10 and seven targets, otherwise three to four targets in those two games. You know, we got to see what it looks like after the buy. I think you're playing Nico Collins, but let's, let's pump the brakes on tank Dell. I think this weekend and, and see what he does. Uh, Matthew, thanks for hanging out, man. Would you start Najee or Javante? Hmm. So Najee's got an average matchup here against the Jags. It's at home. The Jags have allowed a lot of receptions to running back. Actually, they've allowed the most receptions in the league because they just played Alvin Kamara. Uh, and they do, they, they kind of limit the, the rushing yards here. So it's actually not a great matchup for Najee Harris. Uh, whereas uh, Javante Williams, let me look and see what Javante did last weekend or the weekend before against uh, against this team here. Where is Mr. Javante? So uh, he's averaging eight points per game in a full PPR setting. Last game against the Chiefs, he only had 5.2 points. So he really only had his first good game last weekend. I think I'm just going to roll with Najee in this one. And, and Najee doesn't feel great, but Najee has been looking a little better. He's averaging 8.2 points per game on the season. You can see 15, 5, 11. Otherwise, he's got a safe floor of about five to six points here. Uh, he just needs to be more involved as a receiver, and he was last week. So who knows? Maybe Najee is uh, is due for a second-half revival here. So I'm going to say Najee in this one. Would you do Marquise Brown over Tank Dell and Josh Downs and Jerry Judy? Half PPR. Mm. No. Over, would you do Marquise Brown over both Tank Down and Josh Downs? Jerry Judy half PPR. Josh Downs is the best receiver on this list. I would – let me look into uh, – I want to look at uh, Marquise's numbers the last few games. So he's gotten seven and seven. He hasn't hit double digits for a couple games here, but he's getting the targets. So I, I kind of want to trust the targets. I think if I'm ranking these guys, Harris, I'm going to go Downs. Marquise Judy Dell. That's how I would rank them. Severe says he has Gibbs in his lineup and in my league, he's projected to get 19 points. He's my RB2. Can I trust him? I have DeMarco on bench. DeMarco. Um, oh, Damari DeMarcado. Yeah, we're playing Gibbs over DeMarcado. It's a great matchup for Gibbs. I know the Lions looked like garbage last weekend, but I'm going to lean with Jameer Gibbs here. Uh, it's a great matchup. It's at home. Lions score points at home. And I know Gibbs has not been great, but we have a, a slight – we have a two-game sample of Jameer Gibbs without um, without David Montgomery. He's gotten eight points and 18.6. Obviously, I had a ton of receptions and targets last weekend. I don't know if that's going to happen again, but I expect 15 touches out of uh, Jameer Gibbs. So I'm going to lean with Gibbs. Uh, drop JSN and add Gabe Davis. Probably, probably Harris. Um, the thing that concerns me with, with JSN is that they, he got the game without DK Metcalf, finally, and he was still the wide receiver three. They didn't even let him run the second most snaps. It was mostly Jake Bobo here. 
let me pull that up for you. Seahawks here. So last weekend with no DK Metcalf, Jake Bobo runs the most snaps, runs the most routes. JSN did tie him in routes, did beat him in targets, but they're, they're not really willing to trust him to be a starting receiver here, even with DK Metcalf out. So I'm going to say Gabe Davis is the guy. Good evening to Chase. Hope you're doing well, man. Rave, pick two, Pickens, Jacobs, or Myers. I'm going to go Pickens and Josh Jacobs. Uh, I, I think I think George Pickens is playing pretty well, man. Um, he's a big play waiting to happen, but with the target share um, going on here, with no Pat Frymuth, it really opened things up for both Deontay and Pickens to eat. Pickens actually had the more targets last weekend with eight, and he's on the field at all times. So I'm going to lean with Pickens. He just needs one big play to make your day. Palmer or Cortland Sutton non-PPR? Uh, assuming Palmer's good to go, I'm going to go with Josh Palmer just because I trust the Chargers offense more than I do uh, the Broncos. I know Cortland Sutton had the nice touchdown catch against the Chiefs that one game, but if he didn't catch that touchdown, he didn't have a good game. So we'll go with Palmer. Uh, good evening, Charlene. We are getting thunderstorms here in Texas. And yeah, we've been getting um, in Milwaukee here, we've been getting a lot of rain this weekend, although it's 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 unusually warm for this late to be in October, but uh, we see a drop-off coming in weather soon. But yeah, perfect um, perfect Halloween weather here, guys. So, uh, hey, if you guys got any good scary movie recommendations, hit me up. We've been, uh, we've been in a scary movie uh, kind of marathon vibe over here lately. So scary movie recommendations, go. Uh, Chase says, start two, full PPR. Kirk, Higgins, Nico, London, whoo. Well, Chase, I think you're in good company here. Uh, I, I'm going to play Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk's been one of the hottest receivers the last month or so. And um, there's there's kind of a thing with Christian Kirk where when he's playing man defenses, he is the man beater. So he, he, can, he can put up points against the Steelers. And as we mentioned earlier in the show, I don't know if you were with us, the Steelers allow the second most – they rank 31st here in terms of giving up PPR points to the wide receiver. So I love Christian Kirk. I'm open to Higgins, but we're going to pause on Higgins here because I think you've got two really good options in Nico in London. And I'm going to go with Nico Collins. I think Nico, Nico's a really good player. Um, and he's been getting the targets there. I, I think Nico, if I'm ranking these guys, I'm going to go Kirk, Nico, London, Higgins. And basically, I think Higgins is kind of on a prove it thing for us right now. And we'll see what we can get uh, after Higgins plays this weekend. Rave says Rasheed Rice, Rashad White, or D Hop Flex PPR. We're going with Rasheed Rice. It's um, we're going with Rasheed Rice here. I don't love Rashad White, even though it is full PPR. He's just not a good running back, and you're banking on him getting five, six, seven catches to make your day. I think Rasheed Rice against the Broncos. Rice just had a nice game against the Broncos not too long ago. I think he went four for seventy-two. I might be wrong on that, but I believe that's what he did. Um, and he's really rising up the boards. You can see his targets and, and his receptions are starting to settle in at about four to five per game. He's a steady nine to 12 points. Even, you know, when he gets a touchdown here too, he's starting to score TDs. I, I think I'm going to go with rice. Uh, joke here. What does Pittman and Halloween have in common? They are both scary. Ha ha. You, that's like, you can do this joke about a lot of players, a lot of players and a lot of teams like my green Bay Packers pretty scary right now over here uh do you like elijah more um do i like elijah more i definitely don't love elijah more 
but I kind of like him. Let me look here. Where is Mr. Moore? He's just buried down here because his he doesn't really get a lot of um, – he's averaging eight points per game with P.J. Walker last weekend, four for 59. P.J. Walker the week before, four for 19, but that was an ugly game against San Francisco. He's not a great player this season, but he, he should be owned in 12-man leagues, especially in I, – I guess I would say this. If it's full PPR, I like him. If not, I don't like him. Mike GP, what's up? Start three receivers, full PPR. Olave, Ridley, Wilson, Rashid, Deontay. Okay, okay. This is a good list. Wow. Are we really going to sit Calvin Ridley? Jesus. I mean, I think the two that I'm going with for sure here are I'm going with Olave and Deontay Johnson. I know, again, Olave didn't have a great game last weekend, but had a lot of targets, and that's what I like in uh, wide receivers. I want I want targets. Olave's a good player. I know he just got arrested for speeding, but uh, he's still a really, really good player. I think he's going to get fed again in this one here. He's averaging 13.2 PPR points per game. I'm going to stick with Olave. He's had one bad game all season long. So Olave and Deontay are my options. Um, I'm, I'm kind of open to Garrett Wilson here. I'm going to say we're, gonna, we're not going to trust Calvin Ridley. He's been pretty menacing this season. Uh, but let's look at Garrett Wilson real quick. So Wilson's been pretty steady. You know, if he doesn't catch a touchdown, he's between eight and 17 points. So the matchup against the Giants, it might not be the best matchup. Uh, the Giants have been, where are they? Why can't I find them? So it's an average matchup here coming off a bye. I'm going to go with Rasheed. No, I'm going to go with uh, Garrett Wilson as the third receiver. So Olave, Deontay, Garrett Wilson will leave Ridley and Rasheed Rice on the bench. And then Trey McBride or Kyle Pitts this weekend. Who I'm going to lean Kyle Pitts still just because it's the Titans. The Titans defense here. They are decent against tight ends, so maybe not. But the Ravens are really, really good against tight ends. So they're both very bad matchups for tight ends. Um, but I I'm going to stick with Kyle Pitts. This is a, a good matchup for Atlanta. Titans defense is really – so the thing about Kyle Pitts is he's more of a wide receiver. And if we look at Tennessee, they allow wide receiver points. So I'm going to lean – I'm going to lean with Kyle Pitts here. Movie, the trilogy, scary. Okay, I'll, I'll look into it, Charlene. Thank you. Um, full PPR for my RB2, Hendo or Foreman? Um, I am pretty concerned with Roshan Johnson coming back. I don't know what to expect with the split. Uh, even though it's a bad matchup for Daryl Henderson, I, I do expect Henderson to be busy. The Cowboys still allow almost 18 PPR points per game to the tight end. So with Henderson, even if it's a 50-50 split between Royce and Henderson, you're, you're getting nine points here. So I'm going to say Daryl Henderson here, and he did get the goal line carry, which was nice to see. Uh, I just I'm slightly concerned with Roshan Johnson, slightly concerned with, you know, with Tyson Badgent. I think Foreman's a nice play, but it's a little bit more murky of a situation. So I think I'm just going to start Daryl Henderson in this one. Imari or Elijah Moore, full PPR. So yeah, I, I typically lean. I typically lean with the wide receivers in this situation, but I'm, I'm going to say Amari Di Mercado just because uh, Mercado. Let, let's pull it up here, guys. 
So here was the usage last weekend for Imari Di Mercado. He basically, where'd it go? Basically got everything. He was out there for 53 plays, 33 early downs, four short yardage, 10 out of 12 third downs, and six out of three two-minute drill. Like he was the guy. And in terms of actual usage, 13 carries, five targets. And again, this was a game where, you know, they were down the whole game here. So we're expecting that against the Ravens. The dude runs a ton of routes. He, he could get another five, six, seven targets in this one. So I think I'm going to say Amari DiMercato is the play here. Severe says, I want to pick up Roshan Johnson, but I don't have space. Should I cut Najee or Warren for Johnson? Um, mm, oh, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough. Dang. I, I don't want to cut Jalen Warren because I, I think I feel – Jalen Warren's better been the better back in Pittsburgh all season long. Um, Najee might be droppable, but man, <clears throat> cutting Najee for a rookie, we don't really know what we're getting yet. The thing that I'm nervous about with the Bears, dude, is um, <clears throat> we got Khalil Herbert coming back soon. And if you have a healthy Herbert, Foreman, and Roshan, I don't know if I see the opportunity for upside there for any of these backs in Chicago. So I think it's more temporary value right now for Roshan and Foreman. When Khalil does come back, that's going to muddy things up. So I'm going to say no. Um, if you have any other players that are worth cutting, though, let me know, Severe. And, oh, yeah, the Omen's great. Um, I did see the, the new Exorcist movie, and it was so bad. So don't go see the, the new Exorcist movie in theaters. It was, it was bad. Uh, but, yeah, I love the classics. The Shining is one of my favorite classics as well. Love The Shining. Um, hey, no problem, Mike. No problem at all. That's what we're here for. Roshan is still in protocol. Like how? Yeah, I don't know why, but he did practice in full today. So if you get a full practice designation, I expect him to, to come off the protocol tomorrow. Uh, Amari or Brian Robinson, we're going to Amari. Um, let's pull up the Commanders. Because this is a good backfield to look at here, Harris, because the commanders are in trouble. So you have Brian Robinson, Gibson, and Chris Rodriguez all getting work right now. Brian Robinson did get eight carries, but Chris Rodriguez got seven. That should have been 15 carries for Brian Robinson. So to me, this is a red flag here. If, I, if, if you can find a trade partner for Brian Robinson, I think this is the week to do it. Um, they're using three backs right now, and... It just doesn't look good. He didn't get a target last weekend either, and he had been getting a lot of targets. So I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider. Because I, I just saw your comment come through, Harris. I wouldn't consider Brian Robinson a sell high. This is a sell low right now. If we can get out from underneath this, I think we do it. Because uh, again, the schedule for the Commanders is it's not like amazing or anything, and he's losing work now to Chris Rodriguez. He's losing passing down work to Gibson. It's kind of a mess here. If I scroll on down here to the um, to the commander's usage area, you can see 34 snaps for Robinson, which is about half Gibson and Chris Rodriguez ate the other half early downs is still Brian Robinson, but you can see Gibson got nine. Chris Rodriguez got six Robinson's a goal line. He's literally a touchdown or bust play. I think at this point, um, short yardage was still Brian Robinson, but two to Chris Rodriguez, maybe that shifts a little bit this week. Uh, third downs, nothing. Well, Robinson got one, but this was all Gibson here. Two-minute drill, nothing for B-Rob, all Gibson and Rodriguez. So uh, I'm watching for Chris Rodriguez. I think Rodriguez should be stashed in deeper leagues. 
And hey, if anything happened to Brian Robinson where he got injured, I think Chris Rodriguez steps into that primary early down goal line role and Gibson kind of stays what he is. Uh, Mike says we're currently three and four, three straight L's because I'm not having a QB. My roster is Fields and Stroud, Bijan, Kamara, Warren, Algier. Wide receivers are Olave, Wilson, Ridley, Puka, Deontay, and Rashid. I kind of want to go after JJ. Yeah, I mean, if you can, if you can kind of cash in some guys here, I'm totally open to doing it. Um, I'm not sure what it would cost. I mean, if you if you can package Ridley and Rashid Rice, because Rice is kind of a, an attractive name right now. I know Ridley's not, but if you threw two attractive receivers at him, you might be able to get JJ. Say, I mean, even if you did Wilson and Ridley. That might get you Justin Jefferson. That might do it. So uh, I don't mind the idea of cashing in two wide receivers here. And yeah, what are your thoughts? Who could I package? Uh, I, I'm looking at those wide receivers for sure. I mean, if you had to give up a running back, I don't want to move Bijan or Kamara, but he might want one of those stud running backs. But if you if you can package him, honestly, the only receiver I don't want to trade here is Puka. I mean, if you can send Olave and Rice, that might do it. Um, Olave and Wilson, I think, is too much. I want to I want to try and keep Olave and Puka if I can. Uh, but if you needed to use any of the other three receivers there to get a package, uh, I think you can go for it. And hey, man, no problem. This is what we do. And yeah, I, I think it's time to get rid of Brian Robinson. Don't cut him. Don't cut him. Try and sell him, even if you can flip him for somebody else. Like, uh, honestly, if you can sell Brian Robinson plus another, you know, a bench receiver, you know, a guy like Curtis Samuel or, or you know, that'd be two commanders. But try and find a trade partner for Brian Robinson. Go find the team that needs a running back and say, hey, you could use a running back. Let's make a deal. Oh, yes. If you're cut, Tony's cut. Tony is cut. Let's actually look at the Chiefs usage here. Um, so I did see Justin Ross got arrested the other day. So maybe more snaps open up here. But the fact that Tony only ran eight routes and was the fifth receiver on this team is not good. So honestly, I don't think any receiver should be owned on the Chiefs except Rashi Rice. And, and even in 12-man leagues, I think Sky Moore, Tony, Hardman, MBS, none of these guys are rosterable because we're never going to trust them. Uh, it's all Kelsey. It's all Rasheed Rice. And right now it's all Pacheco. So I think Tony for Roshan is what I would do in a heartbeat. Uh, what do you think you can get in a trade with Michael Gallup, Brian Robinson, Alexander Madison? All righty. So um, I'm basically kind of chalking this up as Michael Gallup's a bench receiver. Brian Robinson's a fringe RB2 flex. And Alexander Madison's probably an RB2. So you're, you're potentially able to get, because you're selling two running backs here and one receiver, I'm going to look at running backs. So um, it's probably going to be some of the names that we looked at earlier, Harris. I mean, if you can, dude, if you can get David Montgomery off someone's hands, do it. If you can get James Cook, do it. Um, Brees Hall would be a no-brainer. Um. You could maybe buy Joe Mixon, but again, I just I'm not a big Joe Mixon guy. He has been getting volume here, so I don't hate getting Joe Mixon if you if you needed to settle for somebody. Uh, but again, I think Cook, Montgomery, Brees. You, you could try Ramondre. Ramondre starting to turn it around. Um, that's you might be able to get Pacheco, but probably not. Pacheco's been balling out here. Um, 
yeah, those are just some names for you there. Oh, yeah, it's time to buy JJ there, Mike. Let's go get JJ. Um, basically, go to the JJ manager and say, hey, I really don't want to trade Puka Nakua, but my other receivers are available. Which two do you need? And then you can go from there. Um, yeah, Gain Gainwell is still a hold in Dynasty. Um, I think my entire summer position on DeAndre Swift was that he still gets injured, and that could still happen at some point this year. And if Swift does miss time, we're probably going to be ranking Gainwell as like an RB2. Um, so keep Gainwell. Um, if you can trade him to the Swift owner, try and do that. Get some value for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Wolfman Jack? I do not know Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Uh, he looks familiar. I know him from somewhere. I've seen him before. I know it, Charlene. Uh, is ETN too high? I mean, yeah, man. I mean, if you can like uh, like shoot for the moon, like like if you can if you can try and get you can buy low on Devon A chain. Honestly, nobody's off limits probably besides Christian McCaffrey. All these running backs are viable. If you want to try and getting, um, if you want to try and get Travis Etienne, Swift, Walker, A-Chain, Pacheco, shoot for the moon, man. Try for Jacobs, Pollard. You know, try for some of these guys, especially Tony Pollard, because his, his owners are probably not too thrilled with him. Um, but shoot for the moon, man, with these trades. Hey, it's no, it's not all, it's not all fantasy football all the time around here, Charlene. So it's all good. Uh, but hey, we did reach an hour, guys. I'm gonna get out of here for the evening. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we're gonna be going live tomorrow evening, 6:30 p.m. Central Time. Get you guys ready for the Thursday night football game, and we'll go over all of the practice reports that come in from Thursday. So hopefully you guys uh, got everything you want on the waiver wire. Hopefully your lineups are looking good now. Uh, and then Harris does say, do you think I can get two running backs back? You can try, but you're gonna you're gonna lower the value of the running backs that you're gonna get. So, you know, selling selling these guys, you know, to get two running backs back, you're probably looking at like Jalen Warren and I I don't know some like a, a low end RB like you can maybe get like Damian Pierce and Jalen Warren for something like this. So two like low end RB two guy, you're, you're kind of just swapping Robinson and Madison out for two, like top 20 ish running backs. Uh, that's probably where you're at there, Harris, but, uh, either way, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6 30 PM central time. Take it easy. Mm -hmm.